Even and um, once again, thank you for this opportunity. Um, and I'm glad to be here to once again share the word of God with you guys and um, you know break bread with you guys this evening. So it's an honor and privilege to be here once again. Let's pray and go straight into the message for tonight. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you. We magnify you. We thank you for this time of gathering tonight, Father God, to hear and to receive your word. We thank you as your word tells us where two or three are gathered in your name. You are in the midst of them. And so, Lord, we know and believe that you are here tonight. And we ask you for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of your word. May this word, Father God, <clears throat> may this word, Father God, uh, uh, may, may we be able to use and apply this word in every area of our lives. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen. So be it. Okay, so I'm going to go straight into it because last week I think I took a bit of time and we ran, we ran out of time. So I want get, to get um, as much as information out as I can tonight. And so we've been looking at the theme for this um, series is excellence. And um, the title of my message is my message is an excellent spirit. And uh, we began looking at this last week and um, we started off with the premise that, um, you know, believers, um, Christians, uh, we have been called as believers and as Christians, we have been called. I believe we have been called to demonstrate an excellent spirit in our lives, in whatever we do, wherever we are. Wherever we go, at work, at home, in the church, you know, in our marriages, raising up our children, we've been called to apply the, the uh, excellent, excellent principles. We've been called to be excellent. Um, and I said last week also that I believe that we've been called to, um, to be and set a standard, you know, in our world, in our society, in our environment. And then we should pursue excellence at all costs in our everyday living. And the reason for this is because, you know, excellence pleases God. Excellence brings rewards. rewards, And of course, we serve an excellent God. Let me um, also quickly just give you the, def the definition of the word excellent, which I shared last week. Uh, and so the word excellent from Webster's 1828 Dictionary means something of a great virtue or wealth. Uh, it means to be distinguished. Excellent also means um, superior, something of, something of a superior um, quality. It means something, of very, something very good of its kind. It means first class. Excellent also means to excel, to go beyond. Um, it also means to predominate, to predominate. And like I said, I like the definition first class. We'd be called to be first class um, or apply first class principles in everything that we do and, and, and who concern also who we are. And so we begin looking at um, um, Daniel. Daniel is our, our focus of study to in this, in this teaching. And we began to look at Daniel chapter 3, Daniel chapter 6 verse 3. And now uh, we're looking at the life of Daniel, uh, whom I believe demonstrated excellence uh, in his life. And um, there are certain principles that we can learn from Daniel and from studying the book of Daniel. And so our main text was um, Daniel chapter 6, verse 3. And I'm just going to go ahead and read it. And it says, Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes because an excellent spirit was in him 
and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. And so we see here that Daniel was chosen. Um, Daniel was chosen even among the whole nation of, 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 of Babylon. Um, Daniel, who was, was, was a slave, um, was chosen. He was preferred. He was distinguished because um, the king saw that, it, that there was an excellent spirit in Daniel. There was something different about Daniel. I want to read this from the Amplified Translation again. Um, and it says that this Daniel, because of the extraordinary spirit within him, began distinguishing himself among the commissioners, the satraps, and the king planned to appoint him over the entire realm. Amen. And so there was something unique about Daniel. There was something that distinguished Daniel from the others. There was a way that Daniel approached his work and it was with excellence. And it, it caused Daniel to stand out. And then, and then um, towards the end of the message last, last week, we looked at um, what happens when you, have, when you have an excellent spirit working within you. Amen. What happens when you have an excellent spirit working in you? And um, I'm not going to go over that for today, but you can get the message and listen to it from last week. So today I want to, I want to um, begin, off, begin by talking about where does an excellent spirit come from? Where does an excellent spirit come from? And I believe that some people operate with a greater level and degree of excellence more than others because, you know, more than others because they were were born with it. They were born that way. It it is innate. There's something about them, their nature. There's something about their being that um, demonstrates or produces excellence. Um, It is part of their character. It's part of who they are and everything they do uh, because they were just simply born that way. I know that may not sound fair, but there are some people who just, you know, from, from, from birth, they, they, they seem to um, apply excellence in, in every area of their life, excellent principles in, in how they do things. They easily apply and demonstrate excellence. Amen. So some people, where does excellence come from? I believe some people are just born that way more than others. Number two, an excellent spirit can be learned and developed through teaching, training, and observation. An excellent spirit can be learned and developed through teaching, training, and and observation. So let's just say if one is not, um, you know, if one if one was not, you know, one does did not did not um demonstrate or have um, excellent traits or characteristics from birth, well, there's good news that it can be learned, it can be developed, it can be taught, you know, a person can be trained in an excellent way. And also, um, you know, you can can develop an excellent excellent spirit via via observation, you know. Um, You know, your environment can affect your level of excellence, your environment can teach you, you know, the people you're, you, you, you hang around with, friends, um, even the church, people learn excellence by the church they go to. Uh, if you go to an excellent church, you know, a church that demonstrates excellence, you begin to learn and you, through observation um, what they do and how they do it and begin to develop and implement that in your life. So excellence can be taught. It can be de- developed. One can be trained in that way. Uh, it can be observed. And I, I, I truly believe that, you know, 
you you can you can um, grow grow in excellence by making the decision. I want to be excellent. It begins by making a decision, making a, a quality decision that I'm going to apply excellence in my life. I'm going to apply excellence in my marriage. I'm going to apply excellence in the way I raise my my children. So it begins with making a decision um, that you know what, even I'm going to improve and increase in excellence. And the third way that a person can um, develop an excellent spirit or or uh, or, or have ex- excellence operating in their life is by I believe is by the help of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's by the help of the Holy Spirit. God can help one develop an excellent spirit from the new birth. I believe a man or woman can change from the moment from the moment they become born again. You know. Um, God can do a new work on the inside of them where they begin to develop excellence in, 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 in their life, in, in the way they do things. And so excellence, an excellent spirit can be by the grace of God, by the grace of God that comes upon someone, or you can call it the anointing. The anointing of God can, uh, you know, can come upon a person and help them to really develop in this way to become excellent. Um, especially, you know, from the point when one becomes bo- um, born again and one receives um, Jesus as Lord and Savior, and of course, um, the Holy Spirit comes to dwell or live inside of them. So God can change and turn you into a man or a woman of excellence. Amen. If 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 one struggles in this area or struggles in walking in excellence, there is hope. Especially as a believer, God can help us. You know, we can ask God. The Bible says, you know, you know, you know, we can ask God, and God can help us. You know, God can help us grow. God can help us develop in this area of excellence. Amen. My next point I want to share is what are the benefits of an excellent spirit. What are the benefits of an excellent spirit? I think I, I've, I've mentioned some of this already in, 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 past, in the past, but we're going to go over it again. What are the benefits? What happens if you, you know, walk in, walk, walk in excellence and you, you do everything with excellence? Well, number one, an excellent spirit will cause you to be noticed and brought before men. An excellent spirit will cause you to be noticed and brought before men. Let's go to Daniel chapter 5. Daniel chapter 5. And let's look at um, uh, verses, verse 11. Daniel chapter 5. Amen. And, and just to give you a little bit of background... Obviously, here um, the king had the dream, and no one could interpret the dream. Um, his astrologers, his fortune tellers, could not interpret his dream. And then um, th- th- this, the king was angry. He was about to kill everyone, including, you know, the the slaves that have come from 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 um, from Judah. And then some, and then if we take it from verse verse eleven, the king was told that um, the queen told the, the the queen mother told the king that she knows somebody who will be able to interpret the dream. So that's why I'm going to pick it up from from verse 11, from verse eleven for time's sake. 
And it says, and she says, there is a man in your kingdom who has within him the spirit of the holy gods. During, um, during Nebuchadnezzar's reign, this man was found to have insight, understanding, and wisdom like that of the gods. You see, there was such a, an excellent spirit in Daniel that they even, they even thought that he was like one of the gods, you know, one of the gods that they worshipped. It was unusual. And so she goes on to say, um, say um, she said, your, oh, I'm reading for the New Living Translation. Let me change that to the, to, to the New King James. Sorry. Um, I'll start again from verse 11. It says, there is a man in your kingdom in whom is the spirit of the Holy God. And in the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods were found in him. And King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, your father, the king, made him chief of the magicians, astrologers, um, the, the Chaldeans, and the soothsayers. Inasmuch as an excellent spirit, knowledge, understanding, interpreting of dreams, solving riddles, and explaining enigmas were found in this Daniel, whom the king named Belshazzar. Now let Daniel be called, and he will give, he will give the interpretation. And so, because of um, the excellent spirit that was in Daniel. And because, in a, and in addition to that, because he was gifted to be able to interpret dreams, it caused him to be noticed. It caused him to be noticed. It caused, it caused him for, for someone to say, hey, there is, a, there is somebody here who can interpret your dreams. He has an excellent spirit and also he's able to interpret dreams. And so an excellent spirit, being a person with an excellent spirit will cause you to be noticed. You know, you may not know, you may, you may not know, but others have noticed you. How others have marked you as somebody who is different, as somebody who works with integrity, as somebody who does things with, uh, um, uh, with, in the first class manner. Amen. And so, if we, if if we walk and become people uh, of excellence, if we walk in excellence, it will cause us to be noticed. And be brought before great men or be brought before um, um, kings or whoever, whenever there's a need. Amen. Whenever there's a, this, a unique need, your name will be called out. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 16, that a, that a man's gift will make room for them. A man's gift will make room for them and bring them before great men. Now, you know, in context, the word gift that actually means a literal gift, you know, a present. You know, when you give a gift to someone, you know, it will it, it, it cause the favor, it will cause favor to come upon you. But it, there's the same that uh, this, um, I believe the same can be said that a, a, a gift, a talent, an ability, um, uh, will also cause, will also make room for you and cause you to be favored. Hallelujah. Amen. And so an excellent spirit will cause you to be noticed. Number two, an excellent spirit will cause you to be, pre be preferred and promoted. Well, we've already seen this. Let's go back to our main text. And um, Daniel chapter 6. Daniel chapter 6. Um, uh, and I'll just read from verse 1. Um, so an excellent spirit will cause you to be preferred and promoted. In Daniel 6, again, verse 1 to verse 3, it says, It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps to be over the whole kingdom. 
and, and over these three governors of whom Daniel was one, that the satraps might give an account to them, so that the king will, will suffer no loss. Then this Daniel distinguished himself about the, about the governors and the satraps because an excellent spirit, spirit was, was within him. Amen. And so, you know, because of the excellent spirit in Daniel and the excellent spirit that he operated by, it, it caused Daniel to be, um, to be preferred and promotion to come to him. Amen. Daniel, Daniel was about to be promoted or he was promoted because of the excellent spirit that was within him. And I believe that's the way we're going to get promoted in our workplace. That's the way we're going to be promoted even in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. You know, if we serve God with excellence, you know, it will cause God to notice us. You know, God, the favor of God will come upon us. You know, God will prefer you than somebody else who is um, who is not being excellent, you know, with the things of God and who is not being excellent in the way of God. So an excellent spirit will cause us to be, be, be preferred or favored, distinguished and promoted. Hallelujah. You know, we just don't get promoted because you're a believer, you know. Uh, your boss is not going to promote you at work because just because he said, I believe in Jesus. No, they have to see something different about you, you know, something unique about you because there, there may be others who may be also um, qualified for promotion. But when you operate with an excellent spirit and you are a believer, then that will bring favor upon you in Jesus' name. All right. So the next part I want to look at is um, what made Daniel a man with an excellent spirit? What made Daniel a man with an ex excellent spirit? What are some of the contributing factors that we can learn from? And the first thing I want to look at is, um, let's go to Daniel chapter 1. Right back to the beginning, Daniel chapter 1. And the first point I want to discuss is that Daniel was a man of purpose and principles. Daniel was a man of purpose and principles. In, uh, <clears throat> in Daniel chapter 1, um, this was when Daniel and the Jewish people have been brought as slaves um, into the Babylonian kingdom. Um, and um, the king there made a decree uh, for, the, for, for, for some of the Hebrew people to be chosen and to come and work for him. Uh, and, and in doing that, before they can come and be presented to him, um, he gave instructions uh, for them to be fed and treated in a particular way. Okay, That's just the, the short story of the background to this. And then um, let's go all the way to... Let's start from, let me see. Let's start from verse 5. Okay. It says, And the king appointed for them a daily provision of the king's delicacies and of the wine which he drank, and, and free years of training for them, so that at the end of that time they might serve before the king. Now from among those of the sons of Judah were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. To whom the chief of the eunuchs gave names. He gave Daniel the name Belshazzar to Hananiah, Shadrach, and to Misha, Mishael, Mish, Mishael, Meshach, and to Azariah, 
Abednego. Amen. So, you know, the king changed these Hebrews names into the Babylonians, the Babylonian names. And so these, the king chose these three boys to be um, given special treatment, given special food, given special wine, um, thinking that that would make them look in a particular way. And of course, even worthy enough to come before him and then to be, um, their, to be, their, their, to be his servants. Um, so, you know, what the king was offering, it wasn't a terrible thing. I mean, the king was offering the same food that he eats. He was offering the same wine that he drinks. Amen. Uh, and this was the, this was, this would be the best food in the land. This would be the best wine in the land that he was offering to these, um, to these, to these boys. Verse, but, uh, where are we? But verse eight, listen, it says, but Daniel purposed in his heart that he will not defile himself with the portion of the king's delicacies nor with the wine which he drank therefore he requested of the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself now now god had brought daniel into favor and goodwill of the chief of the eunuchs and the chief of the eunuchs said to daniel i fear my lord the king who has appointed you food and drink for why should he see your faces look worse than the young men who are your age? Then you will endanger my head before the king. So Daniel said to the steward whom the chief of the eunuchs had set over Daniel, over, over Daniel, Hananiah, and Mishael, and Azariah, Please test your servant for ten days, and let them give us vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then let your appearance be then let our appearance be examined before you, and the appearance of the young men whom eat the portion of the king's delicacies, and as and and as you see fit, so deal with your servants. Verse fourteen. So he consented with them in this matter and tested them ten days. And so Daniel basically said to them, Daniel basically said to the, um, said to, said to the chief of the eunuchs, said, I don't want this food. You know, it, it may be the best food in the night in in the land, but I don't want the king's food. I don't want his his wine. And 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 Daniel, for some reason, saw that um, even though this may have been the best food in the land, the best wine in the land, for some reason, Daniel saw that this is this was going to defile him. It was going to defile him. You know, it may be good for the king. It may be good for others, but it was not good for him. And so Daniel said, no, you know what? Give us vegetables and give us um, water to drink. And then we will see who looks, who looks better at the end of the 10 days. And so Daniel was a man of purpose. He was a man of principles. And um, um, he was a man also of discipline. And he did not want to partake of anything that would not that he saw that it would not be good for him or displeasing to God. Amen. I believe that Daniel felt Daniel in some way Daniel saw or felt that the food that the, that the king and the Babylonians was, was eating would not please God. Amen. So Daniel in in, in Daniel in fact the word um, the word defile uh, one of the, the meanings. Is means means to dishonor, dishonor. Daniel f probably thought that this, the, in some way the food would dishonor him, and it would dishonor his God, and so he said no. Others would have been give me give me the king's food, give me the king's wine. I'll eat that, but Daniel was a man of purpose, amen. He was a man of purpose, because 
of that excellent spirit that was working in him. And so we have to understand that when we walk, if or if we want to walk with an ex or, or with, with excellence, I mean, I use the word excellent a lot, now I'm getting confused. <laughs> if we want to be an excellent person, you know, there are some things we have to say no to. And things where others may say yes, but you're like, no, nah, my spirit, this does not sit with my spirit. I'm going to say no to this one. Amen. We, we, must, we, must, we must not compromise. Excellent people do not compromise. And, you know, some things may, may look like, um, like, like, like it's great, it's the best. But for you, you know, God may be telling that's that's not good. That's not the best for you. And because you are a person who don't want to defile yourself or defile or dishonor God, you know, you have to be willing to say no. There may be a job where God say, well, it's a good job. You know, this is a great job. It's a fantastic job. I remember when, um, just before I went to ministry, I used to work for a mobile, mobile phone here in, uh, in the UK, the, one of the biggest, uh, you know, mobile phone companies. And um, I remember, you know, after being there for, uh, for a few years, I was in Bible school when, when, I was, um, when I was working at this place, when I got a job. And then when I finished Bible school, um, this is just a sidetrack, okay? When I finished Bible school, you know, now I wanted to apply for a proper job. You know, I, 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 I'm a graduate. I've graduated from um, university. I'm working this company. I, I even wanted to move up in the company. I, I was applying for, you know, managerial positions and, and supervisor positions. And I wasn't getting them. And then at the end, they would tell me the feedback was, you were one of the best candidates. You were great. But unfortunately, somebody else got the job. And sorry, try again. I was like, this is crazy. I applied for so many jobs. I couldn't get it. You know, uh, you know I don't even want to belittle any job. But if, even if I apply for a job to, you know, whatever job that society may not respect, I, I probably think I, I, would, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have got that job. Okay, so I went to the Lord and I said, Lord, what's going on? How come I, I'm, not, I'm not getting a job? How come I, find, I can't see, seem to find a new job? I can't even get a job in this place. And I go for interviews and they say, you are the, one of the best candidates, but they still don't give me a job. And the Lord told me, you know, your next, your, this, this, the Lord told me there's nothing wrong with these, these jobs. And yes, you can do it. But your next step from here is ministry. Your next step from here is ministry. That is why I don't want you to get any job here. And so you, you, you know, you might end up staying or, 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 or feeling or, or getting stuck in this place. Okay. So, you know, there were jobs out there. There were great jobs out there, but it wasn't for me. And, and, you know, and how to humble myself and say, okay, God, whatever you, what you want. And it wasn't long after that, that, um, particular incident that, you know, um, I, I was give, I was given a job in ministry, and so you know when you have when you when you when you're a person of excellence, there may be something which may be good good for others, but the Lord said this is not for you, or the Lord may say that it's not good for you, Amen. There may be some standards; it's, it may be a high standard for somebody else, but the Lord wants you to go higher. Amen. The Lord wants you to go to a higher standard. It's, it's, not, it's not high enough for you. Glory to God. And so Daniel did not compromise. And, and we must not compromise our standards. We must always be looking to improve and increase our standards. That is an excellent way. Amen. 
and in, and in improving and increasing our standards, we must not settle for less. We must not settle for less. We, we must be people of purpose. You know, people of purpose. And being a person of purpose, being a person of purpose and principles will create an excellent spirit in you. Will help create and develop an excellent spirit in you. Hallelujah. And so I encourage you to develop and maintain a strong, maintain, develop and maintain strong standards, strong morals, strong convictions, because you are a person of purpose. Because you are a person of principles. Amen. You're not trying to be like everybody else. You're not trying to fit in. We're not called to fit in. Even if you were to compare yourself, I know the Bible says we should not compare ourselves. Even if you were to compare yourself to another believer, say, so, well, look at them. You know, that seems to be okay for them. They're a Christian. They're doing this. But God might tell you, but God, might, God may be telling you no for you. God may say yes to another believer, but you, God may say no. Okay? All right. And so, number one, what did he say? What made Daniel a man? What made Daniel a man with an excellent spirit is because he was a man. He was a man of purpose and principles. Number two, Daniel was a man of prayer. Daniel was a man of prayer. Okay. Um, again, let's go. To, let's go to Daniel chapter two. Daniel chapter two. Here we have King Nebuchadnezzar. Again, he has a dream. No one can interpret the dream. Um, and so, you know, um, <clears throat> he threatens to, I think this is the one actually, he threatens to kill everyone, including the, the Hebrews boy. I, I, might, I may go a bit confused with the first one, Daniel chapter 5. No one can interpret the dream. In fact, not only can no one interpret the dream, Nebuchadnezzar want people to tell them about the dream he's not even telling them of the dream and then to be interpreted he's telling them to he's telling them to tell him about the tell him about the dream and then interpret the dream and so the word comes the word comes out that that daniel is able to interpret this dream okay and daniel is going to you know if daniel can interpret can tell the king about his dream and interpret the dream he's going to save lives okay so what did daniel do let's go to for time's sake again let's go to verse 17 daniel chapter 2 verse 17 daniel chapter 2 verse 17 hallelujah it says then daniel went to his house and made the decision known to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, his companions, that they might seek mercies from the God of heaven concerning this secret, so that Daniel and his companions might not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Then the secret was revealed to Daniel in the night vision, so Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. What did Daniel do here? Daniel prayed. Daniel told his friends and they sought God. They sought for the mercies of God. Amen. Daniel prayed to God for mercy and not just for himself. See, Daniel was not just thinking about himself. He was not even just thinking about um, his fellow countrymen, his, his, his Hebrew brothers. 
but he was thinking about all the other wise men. Okay, Daniel prayed that God would give him a, a, an answer so that all of their lives will be saved. Amen. And so Daniel knew where his help comes from. Hallelujah. Daniel knew the one who had the answer, the only one who had the answer to, 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 the, to the vision of Nebuchadnezzar. Amen. Daniel was able, if you read the whole story, tell the king about his dream and give him the full interpretation. And of course, that saved the life of Daniel and all the wise men. Amen. We have to understand that our help comes from God. Our help comes from God. Always look to God. We must always look to God in prayer. Amen. Don't, don't, we shouldn't seek uh, um, the help of others. You know, we shouldn't, we sh- you know, sometimes before we ask anybody else for help, Make sure you pray. Make sure you ask God for help. Amen. A, a person with an excellent spirit seeks God. Seeks God in prayer because they know that God has all the answers. Amen. God is the one who can help you in a real time of need. Hallelujah. And not only do we pray for ourselves, but when you when you are a person with an excellent spirit, you learn to pray for others. You, you know, you learn to pray for others. You know, sometimes, and I say sometimes, but our prayer should not be one way. Our prayer should not just be me, myself, and I. Amen. Sometimes we need to put ourselves aside and intercede for others, intercede for those who are in need, intercede for nations. Amen. Just know that God, God has already heard your prayers concerning your needs. So now you're going to take time to pray for other people's needs. That's an excellent spirit. That's a person um, who has a, a, a first-class spirit. They spend time praying for other people. They spend time praying for other people's needs. Hallelujah. And prayer will develop an excellent spirit in you. Prayer will cause you to humble yourself. You know, Prayer will cause you to humble yourself before God. Amen. It will help develop an excellent spirit in you. All right. What made the third point I'm going to share is what made Daniel, what else made Daniel a, a, a man of a man with an excellent spirit? Let's go to Daniel chapter chapter um four, chapter six. Daniel chapter six, and I hope I'm not talking too fast. Daniel chapter six, and um. We're gonna look. We probably look at the previous verses, so we look at from verse four. What 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 made Daniel a a a a a person with an excellent spirit? Well, Daniel was a faithful man. Daniel was a faithful man. A faithful man. You when you find a faithful man, you you will find somebody who operates in excellence. Amen. Faithfulness means somebody who's true to the end. Faithfulness means somebody who's dependable, somebody who's reliable, somebody who can be trusted. Hallelujah. Amen. So Daniel was a faithful man. He was faithful to the king of Babylon, even though he was taken as a slave. He could have had the wrong attitude, the bad attitude. I'm not serving these people. I don't care for these people. You know, I'm not going to do my best. No, but Daniel was faithful in everything he did. He was true. In everything that he did. Amen. And that's why he get, he kept on getting promoted and promoted and promoted. And so verse 4, it says, So 
the governors and the satraps sought to find some charge against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could not find no charge of fault because he was faithful, nor was there any error of fault found in him. And so, you know, because Daniel was so faithful and because Daniel was being preferred, he was being distinguished and chosen, you know, Daniel now had had and, and had haters, you know. <laughs> and let me say this. If you were a person who walks with excellence or who have an excellent spirit and, 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 and it causes you to be noticed, it causes you to be preferred, chosen, favored, get ready for haters. Uh, that's not just a, a bad confession. That's just the reality of life. There will be people around who begin, begin to hate you or not like you. And you have not done anything to them. But simply because you are being preferred and you are being chosen. Okay, Not everybody is going to be happy, happy for you. And so now, you know, um, some of these governors, they are looking for a way to trap Daniel. A way to cause Daniel to fall. A way for Daniel to lose favor with the king. And so they are looking for every, they are looking, looking at um, a way where they can trip Daniel or catch Daniel, you know, concerning the kingdom. Maybe Daniel has said something or done something wrong in serving the kingdom. And the Bible says they could not find no fault or no error in him. They could not find no fault. They could not find no charge because Daniel was faithful. He was faithful. He was faithful to the king. He was faithful in serving. Hallelujah. May God help us in this area of faithfulness. If we want to be excellent, we must, we have to be faithful. Faithful to the end. Faithful when it means, faithful even times when it, when it hurts. Faithful even in times where um, things are not going to end up to your advantage, but even rather your disadvantage. We must remain faithful. Amen. We must remain faithful. We must remain faithful to the things of God. You know, um, I, I, I talk a lot about this, um, the whole pandemic and, you know, the whole lockdown, you know, uh, COVID time. I talk a lot about it because... What that period did to a lot of Christians, it caused them to lose their faithfulness. You know, it caused them to lose their faithfulness in their service to God. Their faithfulness in the things of God. And, and we need to, there needs to be a revival in that area. You know, I had to revive um, my, my faithfulness in some areas of my life because it just dropped. Hallelujah. May God show you any area in your life where you need to um, pick up um, pick up the button of faithfulness again and, and run and run forward. Hallelujah. And so um, let me read this from the Amplified. Let me just read verse 4 in the Amplified. I think it's good. It says, Then the other commissioners, commissioners and the satras began trying to find a reason to bring a complaint against Daniel concerning the administration of the kingdom, but they could find but they could find no reason for an accusation or evidence of corruption because he was faithful, a man of high moral character and personal integrity, and no negligence or corruption of any kind was found in him. Oh my goodness, 
I mean, that is deep. That's a whole lot. That's loaded. Amen. They couldn't find no, 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 no accusation, no corruption. Maybe the reason why, <clears throat> the reason why our politicians or some politicians, uh, uh, um, uh, 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 um, do not walk do not walk in excellence because they are not faithful people. Do not demonstrate excellence because they are not faithful. And, and so you can find fault in them. They're not faithful to their president. They're not faithful to the land. They're not faithful to the people. But when you find somebody who's faithful, the Bible says a faithful man who can find. A faithful man who can find. Faithful, faithful men or women are hard to, 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 to find. They don't come by easily. Amen. If you have a faithful friend in your life, keep them. If you have a faithful uh, employee, keep them. If you have a faithful church member, look after them. Because faithful people are hard to find. For the Bible to even ask the question. Amen. Many the Bible. I think the previous verses to that said many people will will proclaim their own faithfulness. But a true faithful man, who can find? And so Daniel's faithfulness was first to God and then to man. Daniel's faithfulness was first to God and then to man. Amen. He was so faithful that his enemies could not find anything against him. And I put that here in my notes. Your level of faithfulness to God and others around you will demonstrate your level of excellence. Your level of faithfulness to God and others around you will demonstrate your level of excellence. You cannot find a person who's who's faithful to God but not faithful to others. Now, when a person is faithful to God and the things of God, he will be always be he will always be faithful to others. Okay, let's be faithful in on our job. Let's be faithful in church in the house of God, to the things of God. Of course, let's be faithful in our families. Let's be faithful in our marriages. Let's be faithful to our friends, those around us. Amen. Let's be true. Let's be honest. And when we do that, we are demonstrating and developing the spirit of excellence. The last point I think which, that we have time for for today is what made Daniel uh, a person with an excellent spirit. Number four, Daniel feared God more than man. Daniel feared God more than man. Now, let's go back again to um, Daniel chapter 5. We already looked at this verse of scripture. And we're just going to continue. Okay, give me one second. Okay, right. Let me just correct what I said before in Daniel chapter 5. In Daniel chapter 5, what happened was the king, um, Belshazzar, had the nerve to go and take the gold and the gold and the ornaments um, that were in the house of God to use for his feast. Okay, Um, he 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 took the gold and the silver and the vessels to use for his feast. And obviously, as they were parting, he saw a hand that began to write on the wall. And obviously, he got shook. 
And that's when he called his astrologist and, and ended up being, and then Daniel ended up being called also. Okay. Uh, and of course, um, if we go to, let's start from, oh, let's start from verse five. Why not? We still have, uh, have five minutes in our close. It says, in the same hour, the finger, the finger of the man's hand appeared and wrote opposite the lampstand on the plaster of the wall of the king's palace. And the king saw the part of the hand that wrote. Then the king's countenance changed and his force troubled him so that he, the joints of his hips were loosened and his knees knocked against each other. I, I believe so. I mean, if you saw just writing on the wall, you probably might, 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 might get shook like the king. And so the king cried aloud to bring in the astrologers and the, and the Chaldeans and the soothsayers. Then the king spoke, saying to them, the wise men of Babylon, I think we read that. Let's skip that and let's go all the way to um, verse 10. No, let's pass that. I want to go to... Let's go to verse 13. This is when Daniel was... Daniel was brought before the king. He said, then, the, then Daniel was brought before, before, brought in before the king. The king spoke and said to Daniel, Are you that Daniel who is one of the captives from Judah, who my father the king brought from Judah? I have heard of you, that the spirit of God is in you, and that the light, the, and the, that light and understanding and excellent wisdom are found in you. Uh, skip that. Let's go to verse. Go to verse 17. It says, then Daniel answered and said before him, before the king, let, let your gifts be for yourself and give your rewards to another. Yet I will read the writing, writing to the king and make known to him the interpretation. O king, the most high God gave Nebuchadnezzar your father a kingdom and, ma and majesty, glory and honor. And because of the majesty that he gave him, all people's nations and languages trembled and feared before. Okay, I want to skip. I want to find a bit where it talks about Daniel did not fear the king. Sorry. I didn't know that probably. If anyone can help me. I missed wrote that. Um, anyway, I'll come back to that. I'll come back to that and I'll find it for you exactly. But let me just finish this point just for time's sake. My apologies for that. What and so I'm I'm talking about the point. What made Daniel a man and a man uh, with an excellent spirit in him? Because Daniel did not, Daniel did not fear man. Daniel feared God. He feared God more than any man. Amen. Um, Daniel was not intimidated by 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 the king and by the the Babylonians. Amen. My Daniel was not intimidated by the king or his, or the Babylonians. Daniel was always always bold in the presence of of, of the king. Because Daniel basically knew who he was. Amen. Daniel knew who he was. Um, let me hold on. I need to give to, this to you correctly. Uh, I, need to, I need to find this properly. I'll, I'll find, if I don't find this verse of scripture, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you next week. I think I've missed... Miss, miss, um, I didn't write it down. I didn't write that specific verse I'm looking for. So my apologies for that. But anyway, let me. I, I hope you get the picture. Daniel was a man who feared God. Amen. 
See, the fear of God will develop an excellent spirit within you. The fear of God will develop an excellent spirit within you. We must have, and, we, and of course, I don't, you know, when I talk about the fear of God, I'm talking about the reverence for God, not, not a, 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 a human fear, kind of being afraid of God, in, in, in that, like a, afraid of a, like a scary movie. No, we must have reverence for God. And Daniel reverent God, you know, he, he, he held God in high esteem. He was not moved by um, what, the, what, what others told him or, or what the king said, the king's commands or decrees. Amen. He was a man that feared God. Hallelujah. And so I'm just going to stop there for now. And then next week we'll finish off this study. Uh, and then... Um, we will see what else we can learn from the life of Daniel. Amen. I'm so sorry about the last point that I didn't write down the scripture clearly. Um, but Daniel was a man who feared God. And the fear of God would develop an excellent spirit within us. Hallelujah. And so I pray that this helped you. Okay. Um, let's be men and women of purpose and principles. Let's be men and women of purpose and principles. Number two, let's be, let's be, uh, let's be prayerful. Be a man, be a woman of prayer. Be a man, be a woman of prayer. That will help you develop an excellent spirit. Number three, be faithful. Be faithful. Wherever you are, wherever God has put you, wherever God has placed you, be faithful. Amen. And faithfulness will always bring promotion. Faithfulness will always bring promotion. That's one of my favorite saying to myself. Faithfulness bring promotion. Hallelujah. And number four, reverend god fear god okay even if you're in a situation where it seems like your life is in danger or something's going to happen to you amen honor god put god first you know honor god and when you honor god he will honor you back in return and that's the message for tonight amen gosh the time goes so quick i hope you are blessed and receive something from it from this teaching god bless you all and over to pastor stephen